Hello and welcome back to Today in Space. Yes, I am still alive. I am still here. I made it back to Boston and Massachusetts from San Diego. Boy, did things change since the last episode. <laughs> it's amazing how fast this is all progressing. Uh, and by amazing, I mean shocking. Um, but not too shocking when you consider the fact that we have technology at, at our fingertips and we're able to get information as it comes in literally as fast as possible, whether it's right or wrong, we're able to get information extremely quickly nowadays. But let me let me tell you a little bit about uh, my travel. So the day I recorded the episode was uh, my first full day wherever I, I left. I had just landed the night before, and I was still kind of getting the lay of the land. And it was just a, it was the beginning of that day where everything started to get canceled. Uh, I was getting uh, calls about my day job and how things were changing there. I was getting uh, calls about how places were being shut down and and grocery stores are being raided and the NBA and all these sports teams, March Madness, all these things were getting canceled. And that was where it really started to sink in. But the strangest thing about that whole thing was in San Diego and in California. It really didn't seem to be bothering everybody, or at least it seemed like life was kind of progressing as normal. And it was almost like we were talking about some fantasy that everyone else was dealing with and, and not really there although you know you could see the effects in like stores and things being starting to um especially cleaning supplies you know that was the first thing to go and now we find ourselves in a world where most of us are working from home and i know it's definitely a challenge to figure out how to manage that you know as a as someone without kids it's definitely a little bit easier those with kids i all power to you good luck to you it's it's a whole nother aspect uh and 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 what best to do for the kids uh, uh, you know making sure they're still getting education keeping them alive and not injured good luck um that's all that's all i can really say but the travel the travel was weird um it's it's definitely bringing out a strange side of humanity in, in all of us it's bringing out the the you know not that this is a scientific thing to say but the 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 genetic memory of our of our tribalist past where it's survival of the fittest and we will do whatever we can do to survive even though things like buying milk and bread and uh so much toilet paper that if you actually did go through all of it you would have definite medical problem wiping your that many times so so it, it's it's amazing i mean even there was there was one woman we were flying with who was sitting in front of us on a flight back it was very kind she wiped down all the seats because everyone who was on a plane was wiping down every seat in the aisle every tray with uh with disinfectant wipes and and the one woman in front of us actually woke up squirted hand sanitizer and 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 rubbed it in her face i mean this is first of all it's not good for you second of all a part of me understands where she's coming from because there is this crazy hysteria so it, it's it's a strange time and, and and look i'm i'm not gonna sit here and patronize and and say that because i'm a scientist i understand this and this is the science and blah 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 i want to be completely forward with this and say that i am a scientist but i'm not gonna pretend like i know what i'm talking about with the coronavirus i was not very good at biology in school that was the one science biology and chemistry were the two sciences i were not very was not very good at and i think part of that it was what I believed then and, and kind of what I still believe now is that I just I just had a hard time understanding or I was never no one ever 
taught me a, a way that I un- could understand the infinitesimally small. You know, it was always tougher to me than understanding the infinitesimally large. You know, atomic orbits are harder for me than planetary orbits. I don't know why I'm able to visualize it better, which then allows me to have a better understanding for it, which means I understand the physics and the math behind it. And then I'm able to visualize and and see those patterns in my head to understand the science better. I think that's why I ended up going to school for aerospace engineering and rocket science, because it just, it, it I, I could see it in my head. So I understood it better. So like I said, I don't understand coronavirus. I don't understand this. I'm learning the science of it. And, and all I'm doing is I'm trying to read so uh, the reason I say that is because I'm trying to come at this from a, hey, look, even I don't know everything that's going on here. And what I can say is I'm, I'm reading what the experts are saying, and I'm not, I'm not taking too much stock into the new research because it's just that. It's, it's new. Now, it's good to stay up on top of what the latest is, but there's not enough time for us to fully understand this disease. Uh, just from a scientific perspective, it's brand new. It's not. It's from what we understand, it's not anything that human beings have ever experienced. We we know that we don't necessarily have an immunity to it because we've never been exposed to it. And I'm just I'm looking to the experts for guidance, and I'm doing the things that I can do. And I'm not thinking too far into the future. I'm just going day by day because that's that's all. That's all I can do. There are a lot of potentials. And this is where I'm staying out of a lot of some of these articles and the new researches because it's very easy to jump into some of the things that they're that they're saying, different dates, how long we could be out and how much this could be done. I'm not putting it in my head because it's not it's not gonna help me. It's only I, I'm a pretty anxious person as it is, so I'm getting enough information to keep me uh, up to speed. I'm not taking too much stock in the stuff that's not completely true as far as what I know about science, and and that's that's what I'm doing. I I wish you all well. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, We're going to try and do a few more podcasts Uh, since we've got a little bit more time. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we're doing a lot here. You know, if you guys hadn't seen the post, but uh, we've been 3D printing. We 3D printed the Baby Yoda, the child so this is very cool if you want to see how he was made uh you can go and and check it out on our 3d printing page or at ag 3d printing on instagram that's where we have all our 3d printing adventures our 3d printing technical adventures with our 3d printing lab ag 3d which funds this podcast with fun stuff like this um we are looking to get this up on an etsy page if you guys are looking for baby yoda that will be out very very soon very very interesting you know we're gonna have a lot of that content we're doing a lot of 3d printing so we'll have a lot of stuff for you guys to see a lot of content since we're all gonna be on our phones the internet's meme game is off the chain right now um they're killing it online man it is meme city online i've been laughing my ass off online what we're all doing is we're all trying to find a little bit to escape uh certain moments of the day to to pass some time when you have some free time i'm sure most of us if if you've been binge watching or or going through content you might write out of stuff so we've got some recommendations here my recommendation my space recommendation to all of you is to watch or listen to well it's one of my favorite podcasts of the last uh, few years uh, it's called Jocko Podcast. It's episode 221. Jocko Willink and Echo Charles, uh, they are the hosts. And uh, Jocko Willink is a, is a retired 
Navy SEAL and talks a lot about leadership and history and, and, and interviews a lot of veterans. And I, I've gotten his book. We've talked about his book here. We've kind of our episode on the balance is, is on his his dichotomy of leadership um, idea. It, that's kind of what spurred that for me. And this episode has been a, a, a universe colliding. Astronaut Johnny Kim, one of the new astronauts uh, who was chosen in the latest astronaut class for NASA, was a guest on Jocko's podcast, episode 221. And it, it gets deep. And, it, and then this is, this is one of those episodes I highly recommend it because this, this dives into the people that are behind the science, the person that is the astronaut who is Johnny Kim. Uh, you know, I think we... A lot of time with scientists, we kind of see them as people in in lab coats, and you know, well, they're scientists. They're they're they're. I hear this, uh, and this is one of the things we try and we try and have 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 a, an offensive front against is the idea that scientists are somehow smarter than you and I, or or that I'm not smart enough to be in science. This episode dives into that you know all of us whether we're behind a lab coat or or whoever we are whatever we do we're all human beings i've been listening to it today it's a great episode if you really want to learn about one of the people behind the newest astronaut class i highly recommend that episode so that's that's definitely something you should add to your list while you're at home you know in recent space news spacex launched the starlink 5 launch that's the sixth batch of starlink satellites that have gone into orbit and have been deployed. One of the engines failed actually on the way up to orbit, but the first stage was still able to deliver the payload successfully. And that's the amazing thing with with the Falcon 9 is has nine engines. That's Falcon 9. And so even if you know more than one or multiple engines do fail, there is a limit. But if if engines do fail, the rocket doesn't fail. And so not only is this rocket reusable and is able to land itself and, and, and have more than one use than just being dumped into the ocean. Uh, it also has the ability, it has, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a reliable vehicle. Uh, so it has redundancies where even if everything doesn't go according to plan, it still has the ability to complete its mission and do what it needs to do. And that's extremely valuable in a spacecraft and a launch system bringing your payloads into orbit. So uh, there were some amazing pictures. Obviously, there are plenty of amazing uh, photographers who, who take the time to videotape and, and capture these launches. But of course, we want to shout out to Stephen Marr, who is down on the Space Coast. Uh, we met him at the NASA social event where we went for CRS-19. He's got some great images, so go check him out. Space Coast Steve is his Instagram. You can check that out. But yeah, on Instagram, it's Space Coast Steve. That's Steve, S-T-E-V-E. -E. Great stuff there. And he was mentioning there that this may be the last rocket launch for a while. And and it's an interesting topic to bring up because even uh, the coronavirus is now starting to affect the space industry. We don't know what the effects are going to be for NASA and all the people, all the different organizations that are involved with making sure that the launch goes off. The Air Force, because, you know, Cape Canaveral is basically in half. It's also a military base at the same time. So there are things that can affect the space industry. The other thing that we can see that might happen is, you know, currently we still have, uh, there was a little bit of a push, but, you know, middle to late May is still the date as of today that NASA is planning to still launch the Demo 2 launch, which is the Dragon Crew spacecraft, where the first two astronauts, for NASA will launch from American soil on an American spacecraft to the International Space Station, to space, for the first time, again, as we keep saying, since the space shuttle in 2011. 
So that is still on board, but there there's definitely now another factor in play here. Uh, what does NASA need to do to make sure that the crew is does not catch it, that everyone involved in the mission can quarantine or so that they're able to control any kind of exposure because the one thing we don't know is how each disease or each cold, I mean, getting sick in space is not something that you want to happen, mostly because you can't be treated when you're in space and then your ability to come back. I mean, it was one of the major issues with the Apollo missions, making sure there were astronauts that were prevented from going on missions, the famous one is with Apollo 13. You know, that was one of the one of the first major things I think that most people are familiar with getting sick in space. So, that's that's something to look out for. So, there's there's a lot going on. It's it's again unknown what the the full effect of this is and we're going to stay on top of it here with today in space. So, make sure to stick around for that and to keep up with all your space stuff as always. Now, another thing is you may be running through your content, you may be running through all the things that you were watching, maybe you've binged everything that you're looking for and you're looking for new things to watch. Well, we have a binge-worthy space movie list on our Instagram page, on our Facebook page, we'll even have it in this week's episode, but it's a list of the 10 movies. Hell, we'll, we'll talk about it right here. Basically, this is a list we created from you, the listeners, online. So this is our first 10 of the binge-worthy space movies. Since we posted this, we've already gotten at least three different movie options. So if you have a space movie that you think sh is not on this list and should be in our next list, please hit us up and let us know. Today in Space Pod on Instagram. Email us at todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our Facebook page at Today in Space podcast now the 10 binge worthy space movies number one apollo 13 obviously great movie uh number two through the 2001 a space odyssey i just saw this maybe a year ago two years ago fantastic beautiful movie man stanley kubrick is a friggin genius uh, and the things he was able to do with the technology he had at the time is amazing so that's that's a really good movie. It obviously gets a little trippy at the end. Starship Troopers, that's number three. I still have to see that. That's going to be on my list. I'll be watching that probably during our pandemic hiatus. <laughs> number four, The Martian. One of the best movies out there, honestly, especially from a scientific perspective. Obviously, there are things that are not scientifically accurate, like a storm that more uh, that powerful on Mars. Probably not possible, but regardless, it's an amazing movie that kind of shows you how technology that exists today could be used to get us to Mars and the challenges that could happen if we actually get to Mars. Spaceballs, obviously an instant classic comedy, Mel Brooks at his finest, and that's, I grew up having days where we hang out with all my buddies from, from school and we would just literally hang out to watch that movie. The Right Stuff, another great movie. This again is about the, the golden era of space and another movie that I need to watch during this break. I will have the time. Another classic is Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back, which I will still say is most likely the best Star Wars movie of all time. Everything is there. It has all the drama. It has all the characters at, at the perfect time. And I think it's just a solid movie throughout. Obviously, let us know what you think. We did do an episode where my friend John and my friend Aaron came on and we did review all of the Star Wars movies right after The Last Jedi. And that, that was good. That was a good episode. You can check that out. Number nine, we have Star Trek The Motion Picture. This was the first movie for Star Trek. It was The Next Generation. So Captain Kirk and the crew, Spock. 
And uh, again, another one that gets a little trippy is those. <laughs> it's that era of of uh, movie making. There's a whole scene that's you're just like, okay, this is a bunch of lights, but it's a really really solid movie. And there's a lot of space references from that movie for sure. Uh, and number ten is the. Well, I think my favorite space comedy other than, let me retract that, it's my favorite space parody of all time. Galaxy Quest is basically a complete spin. If you haven't seen it, it's so good, but it's a complete spin on Star Trek and they make their own universe out of making fun of Star Trek and it's just a solid movie. It's a great comedy, so if you need a laugh, uh, there's a lot of comedies on here, but that's our list of 10 so far, and you can help us add to the next 10. Again, we already have three, so we just need seven more. Please hit us up if you want to add to that list. And the next thing I want to close out this week's episode, because again, we're going to do another one probably this weekend, but the thing that I want to ask is how can we help? What what can Today in Space do for you? You know, there's, there's been a lot on my mind about what we wanted to do with the podcast this year. Obviously, this was not expected, but this is a perfect time for me to ask you, what can we help to do with this time? What are you looking for from today in space? Uh, are you looking for more interviews? Do you want me to talk to some more people? Would you like to do a live Q&A? Would you like to set up a time we actually chat and, and maybe do like a Google Hangout? Are you looking for us to stream some space games, whether they're tabletops or video games? Are you just looking for more episodes? These are just some ideas, of course, hit us up. Again, if you, if you have any ideas of what we can do. One of the things that I have definitely seen that seems super valuable, and again, we go back to uh, people at home with their kids. Do you have kids? And, and do they need some kind of space and science lessons or a space story read to them? I don't know. I'm just throwing, I'm spitballing stuff out there. We want to know how we can be of value to you in this in this time. We're here. We're in the, the, the star base here for, <laughs> for today in space. So we can broadcast to the internet, to you. And we want to know what we can do. So we may be in lockdown for a while, but I would like to know how we can help. Reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at today in space pod and email us at todayinspacepodcast at gmail.com. So now one of the things that uh, we've already had a request for uh, since we asked last episode what we can do for you, one of the requests we got was to 3D print model rockets and we can actually update you on the progress of that. You guys can be involved in the process of us building these rockets to launch, developing them week to week to see, you know, to make them better. And uh, first of all, I love this idea. Thank you, Steve, for that. And we're, we're gonna we're gonna do that. We're I'm gonna get that up and running. We're gonna look to get some solid rocket fuel so that we can actually launch these. Nothing special, but enough for model rockets, which can get pretty powerful. And we're gonna try and do that as the weather starts to warm up. So in the meantime, I want to know how we can help in this short, hopefully short-term situation that we're in. And that does it, folks. I hope you have a great week. We will stay up to date. Again, Today in Space Pod on Instagram and Twitter. AG3D Printing on Instagram and Today in Space on TikTok and Today in Space Podcast on Facebook. We'll be doing a lot of 3D printing again. We've got our baby Yoda. We've got a lot of things planned, a lot of space stuff planned for 3D printing. And we're also, again, getting into cosplay. We'll have more to talk about that. Um, We've got a cool partnership coming up soon that we'll be talking about. And that's it, folks. I hope you stay well, be good, live long and prosper, be well, and we'll see you for the next episode of Today in Space.